If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Welcome to Frank and Beans, everybody. Frank and Beans, the sex and relationship podcast. Where I am end of the world, Beth. Oh, and I'm Apocalypse Brian. (laughs) (laughs) So sick of it. I'm done. I'm over it. Oh, God. I just... (laughs) I would trade it all for the bars to be open again. You know, I mean, I didn't realize how much I missed like human interaction and just sitting down and having somebody else cook for me. And oh fucking, yeah, yeah. I went yeah. to my friend's house last night down in Greenville, and they're a married couple with two little kids. And like, um, they were like, you know, it was her birthday this week, and so I was like, all right, you know, I'll come down. Why not? Because like. Today is Easter, and, you know, I mean, it's fun to, like, watch kids get geeked about Easter, you know, like... Sure. And, like, we got drunk and hid the eggs last night, so that was fun. It was, like, just sitting down and drinking with someone and talking to them in person again was delightful. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, shout-outs, Jeff and Monica. You guys are amazing. Hey, you know what? I'll do a beer crack to them. Yeah. Also, they're the best parents in the world. Like, they have a three-year-old, four-year-old, and a three-year-old. Or two mm-hmm. and four, maybe. Anyway, they're the cutest darn little things in life. And <laughs> I had presents that I had bought them for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, okay, so Dean's the boy and he loves dinosaurs. So I got him this like robo dino thing. And yeah. then, you know, Gertie is two and she's like, you know, she barely like has vocabulary. But I remember her saying she wanted a unicorn for Christmas. So I got her this like Aww. light up singing unicorn thing. And like the entire time I was there, they were just they just kept being like, Thank you so much for my present. And I was Aww. like, Oh my god, you are so sweet. Like yeah. why can't my niece and nephew be more grateful like you? <laughs> right, no doubt. Like my kids, they're they're nine and eleven and it's like, I didn't ask for this. You motherfucker, like Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's supposed to be a fucking surprise, assholes. <laughs> right. I know you didn't ask for this, and that's why anyway. Yeah. My niece and nephew are like they just like tear into the next thing, and it's like, and then when they're all gone, it's like, I want more. It's like, whoop. <laughs> right. So we're kids in the ghetto without any presents. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. Don't you cram it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just very touching. I was like, oh my God, I, I, do I like kids now? Is that what comes out of this apocalypse? Mm, <laughs> probably I not. I mean, that's probably not. <laughs> probably not. Speaking of cramming it, mm-hmm. that might be a euphemism for sex. That is. In fact, that leads us... Brian, I'm so proud of you. That was a great segue. The Beth Franzak School of Segways. Yes. To recap our last episode, it was euphemisms for sex. Yeah, and it was a fun one. And for some reason, I won't say what, but it didn't show up as like the new episode on a lot of platforms. Yeah, I don't know. It was so stupid. But it was that stupid. episode fucked. It did fuck. <laughs> oh, it fucked. <laughs> It's so funny, like, that's, like, an inside joke, I think, only in our, like, immediate friend circle, because I, like, I said, like, I was watching a a different friend's, like, live band thing the other day, and I was Mm -hmm. like, you guys, fuck, and all caps, and it was, like, no reaction whatsoever, and I was like, oh, I guess people that aren't friends with all of our comedian friends don't get it. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) But when something fucks, it means it's amazing. Right. It shouldn't be that hard to to understand that, but here we are explaining it. I know. Well, now you're 
I think we all learned something today. No. <laughs> yeah. Three minutes in, we're already doing the edutainment. I mean, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so uh, definitely check that episode out. If you love that episode and this episode and all the other episodes, you can become a Patreon sponsor, mm-hmm. which uh, you can do at www.patreon.com slash Frank and beans, all lowercase and is spelled out. And yeah, uh, yeah. There's, there's some swag on there for sure. Depending on your sponsorship level, mm-hmm. you could get a beer crack on the show, Brian. Yeah, you wanna? Well, I I, I did one for the. You can get a. There we go. Yeah. Now I have two beers open. I got a double fist. I mean, <laughs> and what's your point? <laughs> and. So, uh, for as little as five dollars, you can get a beer crack in your honor on the show, and for as much as twenty dollars, you can get a super fucking glow in the dark Frank and Beans T-shirt <laughs> that, <laughs> that Brian is, is in the process of making right now. That is true. I mean, we can do one color. We can do glow in the dark. I mean, it's whatever you want. For sure, you can custom make your own shirt. Yeah, and they're handmade. I make them in my own basement. It's a one of a kind, original. It is. When Brian may- dies, that shirt will be worth even more. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, but yeah, also if you love the show, you could definitely leave us a nice review on whatever platform you happen to be listening to it on, uh, or our Facebook page, which is super lit. If you're not already following it. Speaking of platforms, we just signed up for Anchor. Mm-hmm. Which um, you can find us at anchor.fm slash frankenbeans. And they have a donate button as well. So you can you can donate as little as 99 cents and that will definitely help us out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it helps us to keep that mm. the show commercial free. Absolutely. Also, Anchor has a uh, voicemail system. So you click like send a message and you can ask us questions. Right then and there. Nice. If you yeah, want to be featured nice. on the show. Yeah, we can actually take that audio clip and put it into our show and respond to your questions. I love it. Do it, audience. Yeah. But if, if that's not for you. Yeah, if you're not into having your voice aired, you can always email us at fnbpodcast at gmail.com, which is the letters Frank and November Bravo at gmail.com. And ask us your questions. Give us your feedback. Yeah, yeah, we want to hear from you. And that's enough for the business. <laughs> <laughs> True crime garage shout out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. I did. I do notice that like our business takes seven minutes and theirs takes two. So I don't know. I mean, our business doesn't take seven minutes. Seven minutes. We're in seven minutes. Well, I know, but we also did a recap and then we talked about the end of the world for like at least two or three of that. That is fair. So, yeah. Anyway, our topic for today <laughs> is love during the apocalypse or the coronavirus, mm. whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's basically the apocalypse. It's the closest thing that any one of us has seen during the apocalypse. Oh, I don't care if you're 100 sure. years old. This is the worst thing you've seen in your life. Definitely. Although we were like uh, making, um, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh comparisons to uh-huh. like remember the aids epidemic when we were kids sure like no one knew what the fuck aids was like it was just like this new disease like it was crazy 
Right, yeah. And people were being, like, super racist and homophobic about it. And we're like, oh, mm-hmm. my God, remember when that was real life? <laughs> like, right. what the fuck? So we've well, come people are being way. racist about this, calling it the China disease and whatnot. Like, oh, yeah. It's, like, fucking ridiculous. It's not what it's called. I know. I'm like, oh, great. Just what Donald Trump needs, another excuse to close the borders up. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. I won't get political. I'm too fucking angry about everything <laughs> politics right now. <laughs> so anyway, um, so love during the apocalypse. Now, many of you are stuck at home with your significant other, and mm. you're probably driving each other crazy at this point. Right. We're three weeks into the stay-at-home order. I think yeah. we are here. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so how do you manage such close quarters without killing them before the coronavirus can? Mm. good questions (laughs) good question yeah this was definitely an episode i was like i don't know the answers to these so i don't yeah so there were some good suggestions out there um for instance one that i found was that you can make a homemade stress ball with a plastic bag and sand or flour okay every time they annoy the piss and shit out of you you can squeeze it to help you release some stress that Just like good. the goofy ones you find in offices all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did learn that there is a co- correct way, a correct way, correct way, <laughs> <laughs> correct way of squeezing a stress ball. So you want to squeeze the shit out of it and hold it as long as you can, and then slowly release it. Oh, interesting. It's not the motion of like squeezing it. That's that's very aggressive. That might even make you more stressed. It's the it's the action of releasing the stress ball and. Releasing your stress with it. Okay. <laughs> so, who knew that there was a correct way, a right and wrong way? Of I did not. I thought you just kind of like ball. did it as many times as possible, and then you just right. felt better for some reason. No, no, that almost might make me more pissed off if I'm just like squeeze, 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 squeeze. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. What else can you do um, when you find yourself getting frustrated with your partner? Turn your focus to planning post-quarantine vacation of a lifetime. That sounds Mm, like fun. Yeah, Yeah. I like it. This is the thing. We kind of talked about this. We're not out spending money at bars and restaurants. Like, hey, put back that $60, $70, $80 a night that you would spend at the bar. That's a great idea. Towards a vacation. That's also only us, Brian. But, you know. (laughs) I mean, for for most of you people, you know, save that $20, $30 that you would spend at the bar. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> once a week not every like, uh, once a week my vacation's <laughs> gonna be better than yours i'm just saying right yeah for sure <laughs> but also so not- you'll spend yours on ridiculous crap before you ever get to go on a vacation that's true i'm glow in the dark paint you know i mean <laughs> i i am kind of nerding out on this screen printing stuff i kind of love it and yeah so um not only with the thoughts of the beach uh that might help calm you down um, but focusing on something other than your partner will help prevent you from losing your shit on them. <laughs> yeah, totally true. Like, I mean, yeah, also, I think, you know, like, it helps you to sort of foresee an end to all of this, you know? Well, yeah. I think right now it's hard because there's so much uncertainty where you're like, oh, my God, is this just going to fucking be like this forever? Yeah. But, like, focusing on what you're going to do afterwards is, like, definitely, like, puts you back in that mindset of, like, this will all be over at some point, you know. No, that's a great point. Yeah. 
Um, also, if you start to get annoyed at your partner because you find yourself doing the lion's share of the housework while they continue to do nothing, um, <laughs> create your own time bank of sorts. So each time this happens, credit yourself, like write it down, like in a little journal or something, uh, with that time back after things go back to normal. So did you do laundry for the third time in the row while they played Call of Duty? <laughs> <laughs> Jot down in your time bank an hour-long massage that he or she will pay you for. It will help prevent resentment from building up, and thinking up things you want to do is a good time killer. Oh, good point. And I yeah. think what's important about that is, like, communicate that you're jotting this stuff down. I mean, you, you can. Know I mean? You know, yeah, I mean, don't, sure. Don't come at me with an invoice of, like, you owe me this. Sure. I can see <laughs> you that. Know? If it was like a mutual type thing, like, yeah, I think that would, that I mean, would or, help too. Or you just like slip 60 bucks out of their wallet whenever they go back to work. That's true. <laughs> that too. <laughs> so this one is probably my favorite one. Don't feel like you have to keep doing everything together. Hell no. <laughs> right. Can't yeah. agree on what to watch. Watch your own shows in separate rooms. Um, take walks by yourself, go outside and do yard work, or just enjoy a cup of coffee in silence. Like that, to me, you know, I'm a fan of my alone time. Like, oh, for that's sure. probably yeah. the best. Yeah. Um, so spending, yeah. go ahead. I was going to say, I super value my alone time. And I don't want to brag, you guys, but I've been doing so much yard work that the <laughs> oldest people that live on my block were walking by yesterday morning. And complimented me on how great my yard looked. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that felt pretty good. I mean, I was like, you know your yard game is on point when the <laughs> oldest people in the neighborhood compliment you on it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So it's very um, satisfying. Uh, yeah. And there you go. And, and that was one of the suggestions. Go outside and do some yard work. Mm -hmm. um, spending time apart, even in the same house, is healthy. And people need alone time to restore, definitely. Yeah, for sure. It's not a reflection or sign of the health of the relationship either. Like, yeah. that's, people need their fucking alone time. Right, I think it's like, I think it's now is probably a hard time to remember that because you are stuck together. Mm -hmm. So, like, don't be afraid to just be like, hey, I just need to go read quietly without hearing your voice for an hour, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and that's fair. And and like you said, with the uncertainty of everything, like, you almost kind of feel that you have to be attached to somebody, but I don't, I think that makes it worse. Right, for sure. And also, like, pff, I could hardly ever agree on shows with anyone, so... Right. That's more of like a normal thing in a relationship with me. I'm like, unless you want to watch RuPaul's Drag Race, I suggest you go find your own show <laughs> in another room. <laughs> I did finish uh, Ozark, by oh. the way. And like, holy cliffhanger. Uh, yeah, I happening? told you. Also, also, Darlene and Wyatt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst. I was no. like waiting for people on Facebook to be like, what the Ozark? And I was like, because I've been dying to talk about it. I'm like, oh, my God, that was the grossest thing ever. <laughs> oh, it's so terrible. Yeah. Anyway. I'm trying to find, like, another show to get into now because I hate that when that happens. Um, when you watch a show, you get into it, and it's like, oh. So on Amazon Prime, I've been watching um, BuzzFeed Presents, like, Unsolved Mysteries, 
Um, okay. Also, sport. they have one that's sports conspiracy theories. And mm-hmm. um, it's actually a really good show. It's, like, these two dudes, Ryan and Shane, and they're hilarious. Like, they just, like, they talk about all these, like, crazy stories from history and stuff that, like, or like mysteries, like there's a whole there's a whole series that's unsolved mysteries, which is like um, some of them are more like true crime ish, and then yeah. there's one where it's like the whole season is them like uh, going to like haunted places, Ooh. and then there's another one where it's um, uh, sports conspiracy theories, okay. like like the one where uh, with Michael Jordan, um, mm-hmm. Like, there's a d- bunch of different theories on that, but the reason that he, like, quit basketball at his prime. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of interesting conspiracy theories about that, so. Interesting. I could get into that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Or the NFL draft where, uh, or, no, I'm sorry, NBA draft where uh, Patrick oh, Ewing. Yeah, the Patrick Ewing one. That one's really mm-hmm. cool, too. So, yeah, okay. that's a good show. I'm going to get into that. Yeah, I like it. Um, cool. But anyway, so... Um, if you get bored of all those things to do by yourself, don't forget the most important Frankenbeans approved activity. Have sex. Have lots of sex. Try new things in the bedroom. <laughs> Watch sexy movies together. Sex is a stress reliever. It releases feel-good chemicals in your brains that can return you to normal when you start to feel stir-crazy. And I, for one, can think of no better way to kill time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and if you're getting annoyed at your partner, you just hate fuck them. That's fine. Sure. And yeah. I think one of the best suggestions comes from Beth to where it's like, watch a porn and mimic what they're doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Make sure like it's not going to be like some kind of hate fucking abuse. Right, yeah. Shaming. Maybe have the female pick. <laughs> not a bad idea. Yeah. Also, if your boyfriend happens to have terrible porn, it just turns into a hilarious experience. And so <laughs> I know from experience. <laughs> While you're at it, go ahead and, and just buy the movie Double Feature. It's the best fucking thing ever. The Frankenstein <laughs> and the aliens. Like, that is the funniest shit ever. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And listen to our episode on um, best and worst porn plots. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. That could be fun. There's a whole bunch of uh, hilarious suggestions in there. So Yeah. You know there's got to be a Tiger King one coming up. Oh, there has to be. Oh, my God. Is it going to be gay porn? <sighs> I don't know. But I feel like in the porn version, like, Carol and Joe fuck for some reason. Ooh. That's interesting. Think of how many scenarios you could have. You could have Doc Antle and his, like, harem of women. Yeah, his cult. Oh, my God. <laughs> With breast implants. Should we just make this happen before someone else does or what? I think so. I think we're going to delete that part from the episode <laughs> so nobody like steals the idea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, We're going to make our millions directing porn. This is it. This is how we get rich, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So something else you can do during your quarantine is journal your thoughts and feelings. Um, sometimes just writing down all of the things your partner is doing that are driving you crazy can be very cathartic. Yeah. Um, there is a reason people have been using this tool since we could write. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, and it can literally feel like a physical outpouring of what's inside. Oh, for sure. And, and that's good. I mean, you know, if you don't have a friend that you can talk to or something like that. Yeah. Um, or that you want to 
complain to all day long, yeah, write it down and um, read it afterwards. See how you were feeling. Go back to it a week later, two days later. See if you still feel that way. Right. Leave it somewhere where they can come across it and read it. And then they can be like, oh, this is driving her crazy. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. Or, you know, just just communicate if that was the... Right. If that was your intent. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, it's true. Like, I like a lot... I used to be a big journaler, you know. Um, I've kind of gotten away from it, but uh, I think it's just because I'm so busy all the time. But yeah, like, journaling can actually be very, like, cleansing. Mm -hmm. It kind of gets it all out, you know. Sure. Yeah. Um, also, don't be afraid to use the technology available to us if problems in the relationship get more serious. Um, so my sister can actually vouch for this. My sister is a counselor. Mm-hmm. And um, telehealth is the actual like name for um, specifically therapy is available uh, to us. And it's a great tool to help restore your mental health during this sort of Difficult time that none of us have experienced before, you know, mm-hmm. um, and thus, you know, uh, professional help to manage it because none of us know how to deal with this. You know what I mean? No. And so there's, you know, definitely no time like right now to explore therapy as an option because it really does. I mean, I have gone to therapy before in my life and like it salvaged me and my mother's relationship um like a long time ago when i was a shitty teenager <laughs> but right. you know um but yeah i mean the great thing is like my sister used to you know obviously have her own office but um right now she's doing all of her appointments uh via phone mm-hmm. and so she'll either skype them or you know they can call her and you know it's nice to just have you know we're all going a little mental because of the isolation right and it's right. nice to have an unbiased person outside of family and friends to turn to. Like, it can genuinely be a lifesaver. Sure. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Cool, cool. So that's what to do if you're in a relationship, you're living with somebody, you've got, you're quarantined with somebody else. Yeah. What do you do if you're like Beth and I and you're single? Aw. Aw. And we're still searching for love. During the time of social distancing, like that's <laughs> that's pretty hard. It's like goddamn, <laughs> dating is hard enough. Shit, <laughs> like, right? And now you don't have the bar to sit down and like, even if it is a person that you know you'll never see again, at least there's booze there, right? You know? mm. Yeah. So how does one continue to date safely with such heavy restrictions imposed on all of us? Yeah, I mean, I know those of us uh, without significant others and or children driving us bananas at home, (laughs) this can be a very lonely time. I mean, you know I love my dog more than life itself, but he is making me fucking insane. (laughs) Like, (laughs) he's just always there and he's the only thing, the only soul that's just always around. (laughs) Right. And I love him, but I can only imagine what people with children feel like right now. Yeah. And I, you've, have you seen the memes where it's like a, a picture of a cat and it says, I don't understand what you're doing in my house so often. Like, right. Yeah. Why are you in my, why are you in my house? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it can be hard. You know, if you're single, sometimes you already just feel lonely, you know, but then add this on top of it where you can't see anyone and it's like, what the fuck? Sure. 
So one of the things that I definitely recommend is to try to limit the time you spend on dating sites during this time. Mm-hmm. The boredom, the overwhelming desire to connect with others can alter your better judgment and not to mention your standards. Ooh, yeah. And nobody needs corona babies. No. <laughs> Quarantine babies, no. Like, especially with somebody that you don't really like, you're just lonely, you're just bored. Yeah, you might be just hard up to talk to somebody and swipe right on someone you wouldn't normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not fun. Mm-mm. So, yeah, try not to use that as, like, a time killer. Yeah. Um, and if you do, like, actually get to know the person before you meet them and hook up. What a novel uh, idea. You, yeah, the way uh, <laughs> the way you could when social distancing didn't limit the ability to date. Yeah. Um, so you may actually find out enough about a person to determine that they aren't really your cup of tea before spending time, money, and effort on a person. In person date. date. Yeah. That's a good I, point. I mean, yeah. So I, and I've noticed this too, to where it's like people that I kind of talk to on online dating, it fizzles out real quick without that like two day meetup. Point. Oh, for you know sure. What I mean? It well, yeah. fizzles out quick. Right. But you know what? Maybe that's good. Like, Brian, it, it how many hundreds is. and thousands of dollars have you spent on dates where <laughs> you'll never see that person ever again? You felt like it was a complete waste of time. You got yep. all ready for it, you know, like. Sure. You get your hopes up, all this other stuff. Right. And then you meet the person and then, mm, nope. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, but, oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. Um, so you may actually end up finding a genuine, connect, a genuine connection with someone before you meet in person. Always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when you otherwise may not have uh, had you rush things. Yeah. When you otherwise may not have Jesus. When you otherwise may not have had you rushed things. Gotcha. <laughs> and Brian, so you-, you are the guiltiest party. Of, like, getting all excited about somebody, you meet up with them in person, and then you're like, oh, here's some dumb little flaw that I just didn't like. On to the next person. Fair. You know? And then if you actually take the time to, like, form a genuine connection with them before rushing into meeting, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe you wouldn't be so quick to dismiss people's minor flaws, like their voice, for instance. (laughs) <laughs> their voice i'm trying to remember which one that was uh, oh we played a board game together with my date not a board game a card game card at your game. house i have no idea who you're talking about uh, Damn it, whiskey yeah card then we game. then we went in the pool afterwards Red hair, like, red hair. I liked her. You hated her voice. Oh, I have no idea. Okay, I'll text you her name. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I have completely. And then I'll text you who I was mind. with so that you remember. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, she had so, red hair, and I still liked dismissed her. Yes, you said that she. Had, I was like, I really liked her, and you were like, her voice is so annoying. <laughs> What? <laughs> and she I thought we had hair. a really great time today. And you were like, no, her voice is terrible. Oh. 
Oh, someone's car's going off in the neighborhood. Uh-oh. <laughs> All it's right. not going to show up on the podcast. Probably is not. It? Yeah, I don't know. We'll <laughs> we were see. just talking about that. How we always react to things that are happening in our environment, yeah. and then you guys never get to hear them. Right, and I have the noisiest fucking neighborhood for some reason. Like, even though no one lives here, it's like <laughs> anyway. Um, so also a good thing to keep in mind is that not everyone's intentions are good. Um, there yeah. will be other single people out there who are just bored and lonely. And they may be doting attention on you now, but try to remember that there will come a time when things will go back to normal. Interesting. Yeah. So um, ask yourself if you honestly see yourselves still connected the same way once all of the normal distractions of life are present again. It's very easy to find yourself obsessing when there is little else to think about or you've run out of things to think about. Right. Also, you know, the other type, the other side of this is if that's what you're looking for, then don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, if if you're just looking to get fucked during the corona apocalypse. Or just for someone okay. to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's fine. Okay. You know, like we're all need ways to pass the time. I know I panicked as soon as I like cleaned out my closet. I was like, <gasps> I'm all out of projects. What the fuck am I going to do now? <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, but yeah, you know, if you want to just have like a internet pal for Corona hookup, whatever, yeah, then to each their own. But also, mm -hmm. if you are looking genuinely for a relationship, just be wary that there are a lot of people who maybe are just looking to fill the time. Um, in fact, right. Bumble reported a 21% increase in messages from March 12th to March 19th of this year which is exactly when the end of the world started shutting down. <laughs> which that's, I, I mean, I wish we could get a, you know, 20% increase in listeners. I mean, yeah. I don't know what you Franks and Beanies are doing out there. Like, listen to fucking podcasts. I mean, they you are know? if they're listening to this now. Yeah. But there's tell lots your friends of other great listen. episodes. <laughs> tell your friends to listen to fucking podcasts instead of running out of shit to watch on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> or tell your crush to listen to the show. Oh, there you go. Mm -hmm. And then you can talk about it. And then you can connect. And, oh, Beth said this. And, and I, I, I agreed with her. And, oh, I didn't. Well, or we'll put subliminal messages into the show <laughs> for the low, low price of $10 Patreon sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, you bet. We'll be like, we could ask Susie out. <laughs> she loves to suck dicks. Right. But under the actual recording. Absolutely. Like that one episode of Saved by the Bell. Wait, what? You don't remember that episode of Saved by the Bell? No. Where Zach was like putting subliminal messages in like the girls. Mm. No, I don't. <laughs> it was so creepy. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> that is a real episode. So anyway, um, Tinder also saw similar increases. Uh, with particularly noteworthy spikes in larger cities like New York City and also places with heavier restrictions like Italy. Hmm. Rome's in Italy, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> it is, Brian. Do you right. know what's not in... Wait, yeah, Rome. Oh, it was Romans, right? <laughs> right. Romans right. not in Greece, as a matter of fact. Right. There, there's no... Uh, Brian thought anyway. that for any of you who didn't hear that episode. I mean, which episode was it? Because I feel like... Oh, it was the uh, religious one. The weird religious yeah. sex practices. I, I had to look it up. I'm sorry. 
Brian was like, wait, Romans are from Italy? I was like, he's like, I thought they were from Greece. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving along. Yes. So with bars, restaurants, coffee shops, and basically everywhere else you would traditionally go on a date, being closed, dating seems more daunting than normal. Yes. We were kind of talking about this before we started recording. And oh, it's like, yeah. What? There's two choices. Um, we'll get to those. Yeah. But uh, do you want to go with this one? Yeah. Um, I mean, like, okay, for instance, like, I had someone ask me out, and his suggestions were either to go for a hike or come by for a drink. And then he immediately corrected himself by saying, I realize those both sound like classic red flag first meeting scenarios. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I mean, it was like, it was cute. The fact that he realized it, acknowledged it, it immediately made it not creepy. But also, yeah. those are literally like the two options. It's like. Those are your options. Yeah. You can meet at a public park or you can go over to somebody's house. And neither one of those are like Frankenbean approved. No, because meetings. meeting someone up in a public park is like You're he's gonna, gonna kill murder me and you. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will You're throw uh, my body in the river, and no one will be looking for you because everyone's isolated right now. So, like, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's a rough right. one. Oof. I mean, especially out here in the mountains, I always think like literally. I was just talking to my friends about this last night. I was like, "Do you know how many fucking bodies are?" easily hidden out here in the mountains like no one will ever find your ass like right you're bare food yeah yeah not so outdoorsy anyway so that's fine um anyway so what do you do when you can't go anywhere we suggest try a video chat date Mm -hmm. okay We've all been through the horrible discomfort of meeting a new person in public, which is then multiplied when they don't look like what you expected or their personality is that of a wet mop. Mm. Yeah. Even if you really just don't feel that spark within the first few minutes, as is the case many times, isn't it better to experience that from the comfort of your own home? Without the prying eyes of strangers, waiting for the check, or muddling your way through politely, or politely through awkward small talk. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I mean, we, um, we know how painful small talk is for me. I yeah, have family. A- Do you have family? I am from a place. <laughs> I work. <laughs> I like food. What I types kids. of food do you do like? Do you have kids? Have you been married? Blah, blah, blah. Right. Oh, it's painful. And I'm not normally a fan of, like, the video chat stuff. But after that, like, that makes sense. I mean, Because but, how yeah. many times have you and I made, sat there at the bar and was like, oh, that's a first date over there. Oh. oh that's a... that's. That's a grinder match, right? We there. play that game all the time. We're like Tinder first date, awkward Tinder date, awkward Tinder first yeah, date. Right. It's literally a game to us now. Yeah. So you can avoid being Beth's and, and mine entertainment mm-hmm. and you can just do it on video chat where nobody no prying eyes or Exactly. Where no know. one can tell mm-hmm. you're on an awkward first Tinder date. Mm-hmm. Better yet, Brian, you can do it without even having to put pants on. Hell yeah. I'm a fan of that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know how many work meetings I've had without pants on lately? <laughs> so great. And it's much easier to make a polite run for it when you're home 
rather than an in-person date where you'd have to set aside time specifically for that date, you know? Like, it's hard. Okay, I know you have been guilty of being like, oh, got an emergency call from work to get out of a bad date. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or, you know, I know girls always have someone on reserve to text and be like, call me with an emergency, you know? Sure. Um, Just think of all the excuses you could make up from home, you know? You could have a call come in on your phone that you have to take. There could be a knock at the door. There could be a bad internet connection or any number of other imaginary emergencies that require you to log off, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah. So whereas on an in-person date, you have the old standby of the emergency call from a friend and that's about it or work in Brian's case. (laughs) Yeah. And that's that. That is it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Doing that, it's so much easier to get out of it Mm -hmm. if you wanted to. Yeah. And I mean, I think that person appreciates it more, too. Like, if they're not feeling it, cool. We can just end this phone call. Yeah, that's fair. So if you're like me and you don't like the video chat, you can always rely on a good old-fashioned phone call. Yeah. (laughs) Believe it or not, Beth, people did date and find meaningful connections with people before the internet. What? What? Yeah, no, I know, because this is how I first started dating. Uh, Right. (laughs) Mind blown for you, you know, younger listeners. Right. Yeah. They met. They exchanged phone numbers. They talked. They got to know each other. There was delicious anticipation between phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. There was no, none, nada reading too much into a text message. Oh, my God. How many God. times has that happened? Oh, my God. Well, this person said, fine. Does that mean, fine, I'm done? Fine, that's okay? He didn't answer me within six hours. That means... Right. There's none of that. Right. Also, there's no expectation of an immediate response. And the yes. time between calls was spent devoted to other areas of our lives instead of obsessing over when the next text will arrive. Yes. It was actually quite lovely. It really was. <laughs> it really was, you know? Like, I mean, text messaging has made everything so, like, the expectation of everything is so hurried now, you know? Sure. Well, everything like, is. Like, you look at Amazon Prime and two-day delivery. If I want something and that store is closed or I don't want to go out in the public, I can get it in two days. Right. Anything in the world, I can get in two days. It's 2020. I haven't gone more than an hour without looking at my phone in like eight years easily you know what i mean so like when someone doesn't answer you back immediately you're like well fuck you i know you have your phone on you it's fucking 2020 and everyone is like attached to their phones so it is easy to misinterpret things sometimes you know like yeah and it's an instant gratification of like i get this now instead of the anticipation mm -hmm. between phone calls oh yeah i mean i can remember like it as a teenager like I would fall asleep on the phone with, like, you know, like, you would spend, like, hours and hours on the phone with someone you liked and, like... No, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then your parents got the phone bill and they strangled you. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But, yeah, we have unlimited minutes now. Yeah. 
And, and know what nobody's using them. You're right. using your data plans before you're using your minutes. Right. Mm. So technology has made us greedy and impatient for love. Yeah. We talk about this with online dating all the time, how it's like, it's an instant gratification, but it's also the options, the number of options that you have out there. Right. Hey, what you doing? Want to be my boyfriend already? No? Okay. It's like, <laughs> Right. Whoa. Let me go on to these 500 other guys who are on this dating site right. and see what they, see what they want. <clears throat> yeah. But it's also made us far too willing to dismiss a good thing because we don't have to invest time and effort into getting to know someone anymore. Bingo. Ugh. We just read profiles, we see their pictures, and we know everything we need to know without ever, I'm sorry, uh, everything we need to know about whether or not we want to pursue a relationship with them. Right. That is so true. It's yeah. so true. And it's 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 depressing. Like, ugh. You well, see a profile, yeah, you like- see pictures, and you're attracted to this person, and then you start reading their profile and you go, oh... This person lives 45 minutes away. They have six kids. They want marriage. Or like some people are just bad at like selling themselves, you know? I know like Mm -hmm. on my end of things, like dudes are so bad about like, I have had more times where I met someone in person and they were way more attractive than the pictures they had posted. And like, I sounds like a good problem to have. Well, yeah, but I'm also saying like, you know, like, with you, too. Like, how many times have I been like, this is the best picture of you? And you're like, no, I don't like it. And I'm like, damn it, Brian. I am a girl. I'm telling you that's the best picture of you. And like, yeah. So, yeah. And, and, and I hear that I hear that often to where it's like, you're not very photogenic, are you? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am not. Sorry. I mean, yeah. Not everyone has seen every episode of America's Next Top Model like I have. So. Right. I don't know the angles to take selfies at. Right. You know, like I. I've also failed you as a best friend for not teaching you that in all of this time. <laughs> we'll work on it when you move to North Carolina, Brian. That is fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the overall availability of the next person or a thousand people. Uh, makes us quick to dim- dismiss the slightest fa- flaws in people anymore. The Brian we, Pruitt story. Right. <laughs> <laughs> autobiography. Right. The working yeah. title of Brian's autobiography. But it's true. Like, back when we were, you know, in high school and college and whatnot, like... You no, had you to work for some, it. Yeah. You had to work for it. And, you know, nowadays it's just like, nope, this person said this. Right. I'm going to move on. Or, yeah, before you even get to someone's, like, you know, like, if you met a dude at a bar, like, you might talk to them or hang out a few times before you ever find out about their kids or their, you know, sure. past marriages and all this and that, or anything that you can find out in two seconds on a profile. But, like, is right. that really who they are as a person? No. It's just an image that they've presented and, like, facts about them, but not necessarily... You know, right. and then I've had it's people they, who like sell themselves really well on a profile, and then you meet them in person, and like it's like talking to a brick wall. Well, and it's because I get to project, or they get to project, the type of person that they want you to see, right? Fully, I'm okay. sure that happens on the girl side all the time. Oh, all the time, and it, you know, online dating is basically an advertisement for yourself. You're mm-hmm. not going to be like, I drink way too much, and. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I actually have a joke on mine where I'm like, uh, 
my youthful glow is just uh, cigarette smoke and or booze, <laughs> booze haze and cigarette smoke or something like that. Like, right? Yeah. Want people to know I am. But a people don't, you giant know, normally. Yeah, people normally don't list their flaws on on dating sites. You know what I mean? Unless like, you're me, and then you do. That's whatever. But that's a good way of saying, "Look, I smoke and I drink." Right. And I'm going to make fun of it, like a lot. <laughs> yeah, like a lot. <laughs> if I'm sweating from all the booze that's in my system, yeah. it's a lot. Yes. Oh, booze so sweat. Ma- that is what it was. That's yeah. A booze sweat. Yeah, I said booze sweat and cigarette haze. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good, funny way of letting people know, look, I smoke and I drink. I'm a giant dirtbag, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good thing. Yeah. So maybe being forced to slow down or slowing down the process again is exactly what the dating world needed. Yeah. I'm not trying to say that the people who have died of corona is, is for my dating benefit. The Rona is our new god now, Brian. You know that. <laughs> um, maybe we just might come out of this with a more meaningful connection, and that makes sense. That's what you're there for, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, hopefully, uh, it's hopefully. like you said all the time. You know, like you're like you know, it's not that I don't want a relationship. I just might not want a relationship with that person or today. You know, right. Let's let's get to know each other outside of our, you know, 500 character profile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with higher regard for people as human beings and not just a digital profile. Bingo. Makes sense. We're all people with feelings, mm-hmm. you know, and like, I think it's so easy to dismiss people and, you know, do things like ghosting to hurt people's feelings because yeah. you're just thinking of them as this digital commodity when they're a person, you know, like right, yeah. And no, honestly, you know, point. like all of the like great loves of my life have been people that I've gotten to know on a deeper level, you know, like. Hmm. Yeah. You know, well, that makes you, sense. You just don't find out for a few years that they're a giant piece of shit. yeah maybe that's a maybe that's a positive or negative we'll figure that out later yeah but i am gonna have to be pee pee boy so i'll let you tackle this ah okay yes well so with all of that being said if you simply cannot wait to meet in person it's important to still practice safe social distancing right um, so some of the things that you can do if you just absolutely can't wait to meet this person in person is a lot of restaurants are still serving takeout instead of, um, you know, being able to dine in. So you could always meet them at the restaurant, get some takeout, go to a public park, have a little picnic. Uh, just be sure to bring plenty of hand sanitizer, maintain a safe distance from other people, And for God's sakes, wash your hands between any contact with people or things touched by other people. So don't start eating that food without pouring a little hand sanitizer on. Just make sure you're safe, people. Um, You can get outside and go for a hike or a walk. Um, You know, preferably somewhere that is more of like a uh, well-traveled path of sorts um 
you know, you don't want to end up like completely isolated with a person you don't know. That would be weird, but uh, also unsafe. Um, But not only will the fresh air be good for you, but it still allows you to meet in a public place for safety. It offers a time limit on the activity in case it's not going well. And best of all, it's free. I know many of you little Franks and Beanies are out of work, but going for a walk is free. Yeah, um, me pee-pee boy. I'm back, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's also much less awkward than staring at each other from across a table. Yeah. For sure. You may even get a great new place to hike or walk out of the deal. I like it. So maybe you can say, you know, show me where's your favorite park to walk in or whatever. Yeah, or something. Um, yeah, and I think you missed this part, Brian, but it was like the t- there, it offers a time limit on the activity in case it's not going well. It's always a good thing. Like, we've been quarantined. We're all going to sunburn easily, you know? Yeah, or like if you invite <laughs> some dude over to your house and he's a weirdo, you're like, yikes, how do I get him out of here? Right. Like here, you're like, oh, we won't, went for that walk. Gotta go, you know, like. Oh, geez, it looks like it's going to rain. Better right, get out of here. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you could always also have a puppy play date at a dog park if you have pets. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Also, uh, my you're not getting in this if my puppy son has not met you yet. Oh. He doesn't need a stepdad, okay? But he. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, many restaurants offering takeout are also offering to-go booze. Like, for Ooh. instance, the fabulous, wonderful uh, Boojum Brewing here in Waynesville, North Carolina, offers to-go booze, which uh, it is just a few blocks from my house, which is incredible. So I will go take... I kill two birds with one stone. Um, I take Dutch for his little walk. We go all the way up to downtown. I call my order in before we leave. It's ready by the time I get there. And I bring my backpack and get a little sixer to go. And then that way, yeah. So um, you can also do that with someone else, too. You know, grab a little Mm -hmm. sixer and enjoy a couple coldies in public somewhere. The good news is that rules about this sort of thing are a little fast and loose during this time. And thankfully, it's spring. So be grateful you even have that option. Like, at least it's not freezing unless you're Brian on top of all of this. It's supposed to snow on Thursday. Are you fucking kidding me right now? I am not. How are your bags not, not packed already? <laughs> no doubt. Also, the places that are doing the curbside or the to-go orders, like you might have to sit at the bar, air quotations, mm, sit at wink. the bar and wait for your food. And there is no bartender in the world who will not serve you at that point. Like, yeah. Also, didn't you get ahead. like a to-go margarita or something? Well, no. I like um, went to pick up um, to-go food at a Mexican restaurant, and I noticed that there was a dude at the bar sitting there drinking. So I said, "Hey, buddy, how about a margarita? Is that okay?" And he says, "Yeah, absolutely." Hell yeah! He said, "You got ten minutes to drink it." And I said, "Well, give me the big one." Right. <laughs> You're like give challenge accepted, one. sir. And I, I, I tipped them the total, so I mean, like, you know, also take care of them because... Right, that's another th- thing that's, like, about this, for me, that's important, is supporting the small local businesses that are suffering badly right now. Right. Like Boojum Brewing, they are, you know, my comedy home right now, so 
Definitely support them. I can't say that enough. They are just the most amazing people. And their beer is so fucking good and their food is so good. It is good. good. I can attest to that. Yeah. But yeah, don't be afraid to, uh, if you're grabbing to-go food, just ask them for a drink. Um, I think most bartenders will will oblige because they're also living on tips as well. Oh, yeah. Well, and also, like, I've seen, I, I, I guess it wasn't you. I must have seen somebody on Facebook, like, post a thing about how they were getting takeout somewhere, and they also got, like, a to-go drink drink. Yeah. Or a drink while you're waiting, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, to them, it's it's more money in their pocket. Um, I did get kind of yelled at for being selfish um, and sitting at a bar and having a drink while corona is being spread all around me. Oh, fuck off, whoever said that. I agree. Um <clears throat> We'll talk about that one later. I'm sure that but, person um, went to Walmart in the last whatever. Sure. And bought something um, non-essential. <laughs> That's right. the same person hoarding all the toilet paper right now, which, by the <laughs> way, if anyone has a line on toilet paper, please email us at fnbpodcast at gmail.com. I have gone to the store, every store in the surrounding hour of an area, and there is not a roll to be found, and we're getting Yikes. desperate. I've resigned myself to finally just stealing toilet paper from work now. Yeah, me too. So I'm desperate. <laughs> Please help. But yeah, I mean, a bartender is not going to like, I mean, they might not serve you, but chances are, ask them, see what happens. You can sit down and, and it felt so good, Beth. Oh my God. Just to sit there, they had they had sports talk on because there's not sports. Oh, tell me about it, but slower. Talk. say it again but slower this time (laughs) right they had sports talk on and i'm just sitting there sipping on a margarita like in a bar in public people around me Mm -hmm. it was fantastic fan fucking fantastic i miss sports so much i miss me too i miss any talk of sports that isn't the divorce that is and now i know what children of divorce feel like with the whole Tom Brady and the Patriots <laughs> thing. And it's all anybody you, wants to talk about sports-wise right now. And I'm like, right. it's too soon. My tender heart can't. But you know what's great? And I saw this the other day. Tom Brady is going to Tampa Bay, for those listeners who don't know. Hello, but darkness, Tom Brady, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the greatest thing I've heard come out of this is Tom Brady has already copyrighted the phrase Tampa Bay. T-O-M-P-A. Stop it. Yes. <laughs> Tampa. Also, that Tampa little Bay. kid who did his whole science project on Deflate Gate. <laughs> right. Oh, guess where he lives? Motherfucking mm. Tampa Bay. Yeah, what's up now, you little shitbag? <laughs> real cute. <laughs> right. You think it's real cute now that Tom's your quarterback, huh? Oh, right. oh, you rescind? Oh, you can't wait for Tom to play for your team? That's what the fuck I thought. Right, and when Tampa Bay wins a fucking Super Bowl, whenever we start playing again. Doubtful. He still has dick to throw to, but that's fine. Uh, he had dick to throw to, you know. I know. Anyway. That's fine. Jared said have... I was going to take over, and it's going to be fine. He, he just needs, like, piles of turds out there. Tom to who? I forgot to. who we're even talking about. Oh, okay. He's dead to me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I guess we'll get back to our, just our, our show. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess we can do that. Before Beth needs to use a stress ball in the correct manner. For real. I don't even have any flowers. I don't fucking cook. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like who just has flour and sand handy at their house? But okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
So good news is, um, in a time where everyone is forcefully isolated, lonely is the new normal. Oh, (laughs) that's so depressing. Um, you probably aren't aren't expecting the same unsolicited pity from your married or coupled friends that you used to. Yeah. That's true. Suck it, everyone. <laughs> but you wish you were lonely right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, See fact, on your murder it, show. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what's a sick thing that I just thought of the other day? I'm not even joking. I'm like... I've watched all the murder shows. We need to get some new murders so I have new content to watch. I literally you know. found myself thinking that. I'm like, I've heard this case a thousand times. All right. Can we get some new ones in I'm here? Because I'm fucking sick. I literally thought that the other day. I was like, I am well, not right. You, <laughs> you know, and also if uh, last podcast on the left, they need some new material. So For real. You know. here, sick of hearing Love the same. Em. So you're hearing the same damn cases on every true crime podcast. Right. Love last podcast on the left, saw them live, all that other stuff. But, like, there hasn't been a really good serial killer since the 90s. I mean, yeah. Yeah. They're running out of material to where we are not. We're overdue. (laughs) Everyone's trapped in their house right now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That is fair. Um, so, in fact, your married or coupled friends probably envy you mm-hmm. um, because their kids and their significant others are probably driving them crazy. Oh, I can confirm. I just uh, <laughs> got the Roger that from my friends in Greenville. Right. I literally told her, I was like, I wouldn't blame you if you just like got a station wagon and drove them all into the lake. <laughs> I'm, I'll support you. It's fine. I'll sit on your side of the courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> Also, please murder. I need new content. Uh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> I'm like soliciting murder to happen. Oh, boy. We're at that part of quarantine, huh? Yeah, that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so people understand and are willing to talk openly about mental health effects, loneliness, Um I'm sorry, the mental health effects loneliness can have on human beings. Mm -hmm. And now instead of looking down their noses at their single friends, people can empathize and take it much more seriously. Yes. I did read an article the other day that like the government um, is totally prepared for the rise of suicide rates during this time. Oh my God. I was just talking about that with my friends. Yeah. Like I was like, you know, yes, Corona is very dangerous, but also suicide is depression is very dangerous. And because we're not meant to be like isolated. Right. We're, we're supposed to be social creatures. Right. And that's how we've survived this entire time. Yeah. Um, Mm. Yeah. So now that we can't do that, it's kind of like, yeah, suicide rates, depression rates, all of this stuff is going to go up. Um, yeah. I, I, You know, we might not be the best help, but feel free to email us, fnbpodcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. Like, we're here to yeah. just, like, listen and talk to you if you want, you know? Like, we're bored Absolutely. as fuck. So we're just normal yeah. ass people, you know. That's it. Like we can't give professional advice or anything like that, but like if you get to that point and uh, we would gladly be your outlet. Oh, for sure. Definitely. So yeah, don't ever be afraid to reach out to us and 
You know, like we're experiencing it too. So we get it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. We talk about it all the time. Right. If I didn't have Brian to just call and talk to for three hours, I don't know what I would do sometimes. Sure. Yeah. I'd probably be on dating websites fucking swiping on dudes I shouldn't be. With with lowered standards. <laughs> with lowered standards, yeah. Yeah. You remember that SNL skit where it was like, lowered expectations. Yeah. It was like a fake dating <laughs> yeah. website. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so funny. All right. Well, the silver lining to all of this is that without all of the normal distractions of daily hustle and bustle getting in our way, we have time to strengthen the love that already existed around us. Oh, that is a good thing. Yeah. So instead of complaining about boredom and the woes of isolation, use this time to foster the loving relationships that you already have. Like if you're Henry and Jane and you Skype me three times a day and (laughs) it's fine. I get it. I love it. I actually love like I have been rediscovering like talking to people on the phone. Yeah. Like I used to hate it. I used to have like crippling fear. Like someone better be dead. What the fuck are you calling for? (laughs) Right. And now I'm like, oh, I can't wait. (laughs) Well, we had a good phone conversation. What was it? Thursday? Yeah. We we tried a different... um, recording thing didn't really work but then that ended up turning into a three-hour conversation oh yeah for sure yeah yeah so yeah catch up with your yeah, family but- and friends that don't live nearby over the phone you'd be surprised what a mood booster this can be and actually this for just sure. happened you know one of my oldest friends like we like had a little skype date the other day and then like after we got off she was like you have no idea how much that just lifted my spirits and i was like oh yeah. I love you. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, reconnect with your kids, you know. Enjoy this time that you have at home together. Play board games. Read them stories. Teach them to do something neat. Put puzzles together. Bake cookies. I mean, when life goes back to normal with school and sports and activities, the freedom for them to hang out with their friends again, you will cherish and miss this time very much. And you'll mm-hmm. regret it deeply if you all just, you know, stayed on your phones and laptops the whole time. Absolutely. Yeah, get your kids out of their fucking tablets or, you know, stop watching YouTube. Mm-hmm. Show them something. I like that. That's a great fucking tip. For sure. You want to take the next one and then I'll take the last part. Yeah, you bet. Okay. <clears throat> so take it. Advantage of the technology available to connect with people. Booyah. Boom. So wine and Skype, that's been a thing. Hell yeah. Um, Me and Henry drink on the phone all the time together. (laughs) And I've seen it on Facebook where people will take screenshots of their... Like little drinking party yeah. uh, Skype meetings. Yeah. Actually, my friend sent me this one. It's called House Party. That's pretty fun. I did just see that. Yeah. So that's kind of cool, too. Um, Play online games with people. Hit me up if you need help with that. <laughs> you, Brian is dying to play nerd games with someone else. Please, anything. <laughs> um, oh, this one is sweet. <laughs> Adopt an elderly person in isolation. <clears throat> Their families can't visit them right now. Uh, they likely have limited staff there to spend time with them. And even the ones that are that are there... Uh, likely have limited contact. Uh, You can do this in the form 
of the comfort of your own home and probably the coolest thing you can do with your time. For sure. And you'll make an awesome new friend. Oh my God, old people are the best. Yeah. Do you think they have like bios written up to where it's like, I'm looking for my forever I'll have to put the, uh, like the reason that I, I thought to put this in here is like, Someone posted it, and I was like, this is so cool, I need to repost it. Uh-huh. And, like, I've reposted it on, like, several different, like, sites, and everyone is so jazzed by it. So I'll have to put that on, like, the Facebook. Um, yeah, for sure. Because, yeah, like, honestly, you know, like, those are some of the people that need kindness the most right now. Because they can't, you know, like, they're already lonely, and, like, they just want to talk. And, like, old people have the coolest stories and, like, they're sure, always yeah. so super sweet and, like, yeah, you know, like, they don't have anyone right now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So definitely do something cool like that with your time. Um, You know, when this is all over, being able to reflect on this time and how you spent it can be really life-altering um, for all of us. Sure. You know, we can either reflect on all the bad parts of it, like, man, I didn't get to go to the bar for a few months, you know? Sure. Or yeah. we can look back and think about the way we used to live before all of this, you know? Mm-hmm. We can choose to live differently afterwards, you know? Yeah. We can take away from all of this that money, jobs, the new iPhone, you know, all the things that used to devour every minute of our lives don't really matter, Yeah, not at all. Yeah, you know, we can take away from all of this that the relationships we have with other people and the love we share between all of us is all that really matters in the end, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think we can all walk a little taller after all of this knowing that we're better humans if we choose to do this the right way, you know? I agree. Yeah. And also, you know, I think we can rest easier after all of this um, because we know that when the going gets tougher than all of us ever thought imaginable. We've got each other's backs, you know? Yeah. And that's really what's going to pull us through this, you know? Yeah, we're all in this together. And, like, we can either, you know, complain about it being a bad thing or we can take, like, all of that good from it, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, sometimes maybe this is just, like, the universe's way of... Resetting. Resetting us as people, you know? So, Yeah. That's about it. I like it. The Rona um, gods are powerful, people. <laughs> yes, they are. We bow down to yes, the Rona are. gods now. <laughs> Beth, are you ready for a new segment? Yes. We're going to dub this. It was the uh, WTF Tinder profile of the week. Oh, yeah. Um, and we're going to rename that the What the Frank <laughs> Tinder profile of the week. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Yes, yes. So I'm 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 searching through my my screenshots to find a good one. Yeah. Uh, mm. I'll, I'll go ahead and start with mine. Okay, I like it. It's pretty interesting. Okay, this is Michael, mm-hmm. which I was like, oh, I should immediately swipe left, and I'm like, wait a minute, I forgot. I'm here to look for awful profiles. <laughs> <laughs> I catch myself doing that all the time. Yeah. I was like, nope, no, nope. we're oh, here to read that. the that bad profile. Like, it's like, right. Not even here to like be swiping right. I'm here to find ones that you would want to swipe left with. So, and also for listeners who don't know, I have had seven, count them, seven serious boyfriends named Michael. <laughs> so, 
So <laughs> if your name is Michael, I'm sorry, there will be no number eight. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. okay. So Michael is 29. Uh, he says, let's get real. We're on here because we suck at dating. You're not fooling anyone. All the good ones got scooped up in their 20s. It's fine. (laughs) All men want to have sex with you. Get over it. If you can't navigate that, you should be here. Yes. I think he meant shouldn't, but he said should. He said should. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You don't have to tell me you're divorced slash have kids slash are chubby. Who isn't? (laughs) Okay. If you're getting ghosted, it's because you're aiming too high. Don't say you want love while you hold out on a model. Choose an average guy who loves your butt and tacos. Snap me at Skim Milky 3. No. (laughs) Also, his profile picture is him wearing scrubs with rubber gloves on, but like two fingers sticking out like he's going to stick them in your butthole. Okay. Um, What the fuck? (laughs) I mean, I feel like he's got valid points there, to be honest. But not what you say on your profile. We not all get it. You say, yeah, we all get it. Also, not I don't. I'm that- not. I don't love the all good ones got scooped up in their twenties. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that part no. But like, people are probably swiping on you because they want to fuck you. That is truth. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the whole point of dating. You're not on there right. to like, yeah, like the only thing that's, you're not on like f- mm. friendster, like, ooh, this looks like a nice friend. You're like, I would fuck right. that person. Like, that's what look I- Look at the more- At the end of the, the day- Look at the morals on this one. Right. At the end of the day, when I'm swiping, like, would I fuck that dude or not? You know what I mean? True. But we all get it. To say it on your profile is a little too- Too much. Abrasive. Yeah, a little too much. All right, yeah, that's that's. Mm. I also love that he said who isn't chubby. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, and that's the thing okay. because, like, on some <laughs> on some dating sites, it has you put your your body type. Everyone says average. Yeah, well, average I, 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 chubby is the new average, average. So there you go. Yeah, average is. I mean, if you look at statistics, I mean, obese is probably average, right? Yeah. <laughs> we love McDonald's. It's fine. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Have you had nachos? <laughs> I don't need to be skinny bad enough to give up nachos, okay? No. Just saying. No. Mm -hmm. All right. My what the Frank profile of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And again, like, please go back and listen to the episode, um, getting your profile right. Yes. Because we talk about this stuff so many times, what to do and what not to do. Yeah. So here's Christina. She's 35. She is in the process of a divorce. Oh. And I have three kids. You ready for this? Okay. Which are my life. Oh, every time. Every time. We fucking know. We get it. Again, with the like, people want to fuck you. Yeah, we get it. You have kids. They're they're your priority. They're my we life. Get it. You are can they? just say, I have kids. Are they or do you need some dick too, girl? Because guess hmm. what? Yeah, because what is Tinder doing for your the the quality of your of your children's life? Right. You're either looking for like you're trying to gold dig, or you're looking for that stepdaddy, or eh, this has nothing to do with. Or your you kids. need to get some dick, girl, and that's okay. Right. You don't and have to okay. pretend to be the world's best mom. We we all need some dick. We get it. <laughs> right. We understand. I am an open book, honest and loyal. I hate. I'm an open book. Ask me anything. <laughs> Ask me anything. Yeah, I fucking know. <laughs> I 
some of these profiles that we're, we'll get to, and maybe I'll delete them because I'm going to say it now. Just say, ask me. There's no effort in that. Just to ask me. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fucking know. Again, it's a free country last time I checked. It's America still, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Again, are you ready for this? Oh, no. My kids come first. Ah! My great mother. Mm, twice with that bullshit. Oh, my God. <sighs> it, this is the best part. You ready? I guess. I love to cook and hang out at home, but I also enjoy going out for drinks with friends. <sighs> Who the fuck doesn't? Oh, what? Um. Oh, sorry. I fell asleep <laughs> from boredom there for a second. <laughs> you can just. Uh, you, you know, like normal fucking that. humans? I don't know. Like normal fucking humans. I mean, I don't cook, hmm. but I get that other people do. That's normal. But if you like to cook, what do you like to cook? What's your favorite thing to cook? Right. Something. Let's be a little bit more specific with this. Right. Like, I just you haven't like the, lived till you tried my lasagna or whatever. Right. It's funny because I just did the, like, Italian hand thing when I was like, what, what's your favorite thing to cook? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me your fucking, like, please go into a little bit of depth. The problem with this, yes, it's it, fine. It's, it's, it's a normal profile. But you can replace all of this with saying, I like to be a person. Right. I am you know? a human. I am a human. I date. I like stuff and things. Literally. I like fun, adventure, and travel. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me anything. Oh, God. It is like she she broke way too many rules of getting your profile right for one three-sentence profile. Yeah. I think the one thing she was missing was the bikini yeah. Picture the, with um, the bent. I'm not looking to. B- yeah. Bikini bent over a car, but I'm looking for like a serious relationship. Like, okay. Right. Did she have an Ann Cleavage? You know, so thinking back on this whole segment, I just took screenshots of the bio and not their pictures. Oh. Yeah. So I might need to uh, rethink this whole thing. Yeah. I would take a picture of just one of their pictures so I remember what they would look like. Fair. Yeah, I've just been taking screenshots of their bios and, um, yeah, judging them on that. Yeah, well, they deserve to be judged because it's fucking lame. Franks and Beanies, if you want to set up your profile the right way, please listen to our episode. I feel like that is the standard. There's a lot of things that are out there yeah. that are just too fucking normal. Ugh, so generic. We said in this episode already, like, this is your advertising advertisement for the dating world this is your billboard like if you have shit like that in there i know you are going to be so fucking boring in person if you can't say one interesting thing about yourself no like i will let like somebody pass on looks a little bit if they have like interesting profile content right absolutely i was thinking about that today like yeah distance and kids and all of these things they make like minor adjustments to my decision of yes or no yeah but ultimately like yeah pictures probably play 60 percent, but then like your profile plays a 40 percent. if you don't put anything in there immediate left period no i don't care you can look like fucking david beckham and if you didn't bother to write anything goodbye right no i just uh, and then it's worse if you did take the time to write those same generic four fucking phrases that are in every goddamn profile Right. I like stuff and things. Adventure, travel. School like of hard fun. knocks. <laughs> oh, my God. Ugh, like So you're a fucking douchebag is what you're saying. 
Well, you know what women do is like, oh, I went to Hogwarts. No, the fuck you didn't. Uh, Shut the fuck right, up. Right, bitch. Left. Why don't Why you I take your ass sh- on the nine and three quarter train out of here? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Also, a common thing is I work at the Krusty Krab, and it's like... That's so you're stupid. Tw- you're 34 years old, and you watch cartoons. Well, like, SpongeBob I'm a nerd, and I'm, and I'm swiping left. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. What Ugh. the Frank? What the Frank Tinder profile of the week. Yeah. There it is. You can always send us your What the Frank Tinder profile of the week to fnbpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, we would love to hear from you. Absolutely. Although there's just like never ending stream of this content for this uh, segment, so we could do a whole entire podcast on Tinder profiles. Yeah, I promise. Also, there's yeah. a great Facebook group called Tinderella that has just fucking mwah oh okay content on there that you should definitely. Yeah. All right, I will check that out. It's hilarious. Um, anyway, well, I think that's all I got, Brian. What about you? We got any shout outs this week? Oh, or? yes. Yes, I do. That's my bad. I okay. totally forgot. Like, <laughs> our new segment got me twisted. Okay. So, my shout out for the week is that uh, the lovely Beth Tompkins, who runs Knoxville Comedy, uh, you may have heard me mention her several times because she's outstanding, has put together an online character roast of Snoop Dogg on 420. Nice. And I have been asked to play the lovely and talented Dolly Parton. So oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I will definitely put more details to come on when and where exactly you can see this because I don't know at this point. But Fataba for 20. Brah. Fataba. And we'll get to those profiles as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a couple of saves. I let one slide earlier. Because yeah. I, yeah. Anyway. Uh, but anyway, Fat Tabai, 420, bro. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, speaking of Fat Tabai, uh, definitely listen to Trash Blood Horror Cast. Absolutely. Yeah, our good friend Zach Flusher and uh, his co host BJ have a really funny show. And so you should listen to that one too. Yeah, go for it. We always love to uh, give shout outs to our podcast friends. Slow show. Oh, yeah. Slow and after show. later, uh, yeah. My good friend John Wesling, who is a very funny comedian, has After Later as a podcast now, and it is just swell to listen to. Sure. Um, the other one that I would like to promote is the um, Blame It on the Vag. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really cool. Um, two girls that do it. It's it's very uh, feminist, very uh, progressive type of uh, podcast. I love it. I've been like, yeah. I've been exhausted from being such a raging feminist lately. It's... <laughs> Yeah. I'm pooped. Yeah, we were going to let you rant on this one, but we're already at an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, no, plus uh, I just don't even want to get into it. I'm too exhausted from oh, being angry. That is fair. That is fair. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I got. That's all I got, too. Well, uh, hail Rona, you little Franks and beanies. <laughs> hail Rona, you little Franks and beanies. <laughs> <laughs>